Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. Tonight's podcast episode is about Bobby Mackey's Music World. Yes, I will be going there October 23rd to do an investigation live on Facebook and TikTok. Facebook be ParanormalIncOhio.com, TikTok is Paranormal Inc. Ohio or at Ed Leemaster and TikTok. So don't, don't miss it guys, we start at 7pm on October 23rd. We will be at Bobby Mackey's Music World. So let me tell you about Bobby Mackey's. Today, Bobby Mackey's Music World is a popular nightclub full of dancing and good times, but this cheerful setting holds a much more sinister past. On this same site in 1850, a large slaughterhouse and meatpacking facility was constructed to serve northwestern Kentucky and nearby Cincinnati, Ohio. In the lowest part of the building, a well was dug and used to hold the blood, guts, and waste from the slaughtered animals. Some researchers have speculated that after the slaughterhouse closed in the 1890s, satanic cult activity took place in the building around the well, animals, and possibly humans, were being slaughtered here for ritualistic purposes during secret meetings. In 1896, the murder of 22-year-old Pearl Bryan, a small-town girl from Greencastle, Indiana, made headlines in the region. Pearl's headless corpse was discovered in a field less than two miles from the slaughterhouse. Pearl was pregnant, and her boyfriend, Scott Jackson, a student at the Ohio College of Dental Surgery, urged her to come to Cincinnati where he could arrange an abortion. Jackson and his roommate, Alonzo Whaling, attempted the abortion themselves, but something went horribly wrong. To cover their tracks, they put Pearl's body in an empty field and surgically removed her head so her body couldn't be identified. They would have gotten away with the cover-up if they hadn't left Pearl's shoes on her feet. While on the gallows waiting to die, Alonzo Whaling vowed to haunt the area forever. Pearl's severed head was never discovered. Some have speculated that Jackson had ties to a satanic cult, so the head may have been used in one of the dark rituals held in the basement of the slaughterhouse. The slaughterhouse was demolished in the early part of the 20th century, and the lot sat empty until the 1920s, when a new building was erected and served as a casino, nightclub, and speakeasy during the Prohibition. When Prohibition ended in 1933, E.A. Buck Brady bought the building and named it the Primrose. After more than a decade of successful operation, his casino caught the attention of Cincinnati mobsters who tried to muscle their way into the operation. When Brady refused to sell, The violence escalated with fighting and threats to customers in the parking lot until Buck drew a gun on a mobster named Albert Red Masterson, was charged with attempted murder and left the casino business in 1946. The building reopened as a nightclub called the Latin Quarter in the 1950s. Johanna, who was said to wear rose-scented perfume, a dance hall girl and the daughter of the nightclub's owner, fell in love with a singer. Robert Randall, who performed there. She got pregnant and intended to run off with the young singer. But her father forbade the romance and used his criminal connections to have the singer killed. When Johanna discovered what had happened, she poisoned her father and took her own life in the basement of the building. Bobby Mackey's full name is Robert Randall Mackey. Kind of crazy, right? In 1978, after a series of fatal shootings at the rough and Tumble nightclub, the local authorities were forced to close the establishment. 
Later the same year, 1978, a young country singer named Bobby Mackey purchased the building and turned it into the music hall and tavern that still stands today. Paranormal phenomenon have been present since day one, through Bobby himself, though Bobby himself is skeptical. He'll admit that he doesn't doubt the word of family members, employees, police officers, and patrons who have experienced strange activity. Both the clergy and psychics <clears throat> have tried to help, but a dark force still seems to linger. Some still believe the building's basement holds the gateway to or a portal to hell itself, a reference to the long-abandoned slaughterhouse well. Stairs near the well in the old slaughterhouse have been deemed the stairs that lead to nowhere. Phantom footsteps can often be heard on these stairs. Some believe that spirits can't cross flowing water, so the rare northern current of the Licking River may be keeping the dark forces trapped inside the building. A former caretaker that lived in the apartment upstairs claims to have been demonically possessed by the spirits. His exorcism was performed in the club by a minister. A patron claims to have experienced suffocating heat, a flying trash can, and a man with a handlebar mustache repeating die game, die game, Latin for dying well, dying good, in the men's restroom. Bobby's wife claims to have been overcome by the scent of roses in the basement, grabbed around the waist, picked up, thrown down, and pushed downstairs by a force that, re <clears throat> that resembled sketches of Alonzo wailing, screaming, get out, get out. She refuses to set foot in the club again. Bobby Mackey claims not to be a believer, but he did write a song entitled Johanna about the young girl who committed suicide in the basement in the 1950s. Bobby Mackey's friend Doug Hensley wrote the book Hell's Gate, which connects the events of the past with the hauntings of the present. Historic photos, Pearl Bryan, match witnesses' descriptions of a headless ghost dressed in a turn-of-the-century clothing, and photos of Buck Brady also match descriptions are often seen ghosts. Hot spots are in the club include the spotlight room and catwalk over the stage, the well in the basement, the old china room, and the platform area near the kitchen. People have also claimed to see ghosts in the big pitted mirror in the main room. The club manager claims that on several occasions she would go through the club and make sure everything was turned off and closed down for the night. Then hours later she'd find that the bar lights were on, the front doors were unlocked, and the jukebox would be playing. The anniversary waltz, even though the jukebox was still unplugged and did contain that song. Another club employee has seen a dark, very angry man behind the bar and a spirit who called herself Johanna. She would often speak to him and leave the scent of roses in her wake. Guys, that was all about Bobby Mackey's Music World. Again, I will be there live October 23rd at 7 p.m. at Bobby Mackey's Music World to do a live investigation. It starts at 7 p.m. You can go to ParanormalInkOhio.com. That will take you to the Facebook. Then you can go to Paranormal Inc. Ohio or at Ed Lee Master at TikTok. So it's at E-D-L-E-M-A-S-T-E-R. And that will take you to the TikTok Live. I cannot wait to see you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. Thank you so much and have a good one. Bye, everyone.